Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. It's a brand new looking secondary from the cornerback room to the safety room. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And a shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with the show by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more New customers, join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in. On today's edition of the pod, we are going to be starting to wrap up this little series of going through a breakdown of each position group slash each unit of the football team prior to spring ball so we have taken a look at running backs receivers offensive line slash tight ends and the front seven of the defense so if you haven't checked those out go check those out we're going to brush you up on everything you need to know today we're going to be looking at the secondary and this is a brand new unit i mean there is so much change of your five starters from last year, including uh, Jordan Clark as your nickel. Four of them are gone. Four of them are gone. Shamari Simmons is the lone returner at safety. His partner in crime, Chris Edmonds is gone. Jordan Clark is gone. Roe Torrance is gone. D Ford is gone. You have, a lot of changes and we're going to start looking at the corner room because that's probably the one of the biggest concerns on the team right now. And that's not to say the guys are bad at all. What I'm saying is there's, there are so many question marks. We just do not know what to do with that position. There's really one key returner that's, that's going to be a starter unless he's just abysmally bad, and that's Ed Woods. And Ed Woods has been a part-time starter each of the last two seasons. He came on really strong at the end of the 2022 season. Uh, he did the same thing this past year while fighting with D Ford for some starting time, but he is now the guy. He's number one. So unless Ed Woods comes out and wets the bed and proceeds to just play terrible this year. And I don't see that happening. I think Ed Woods is more than quality, more than quality. I think this is a very good corner, but unless, unless something unforeseen happens, he is the guy after him. 
is where you have questions. And to me, the next most important person that's returning is Mason Williams. And Williams didn't get a ton of playing time last year, but he is a veteran on the team and he's a versatile player. And that's something we're going to talk about towards the end of the podcast is versatile guys. But Mason Williams and Ed Woods should be viewed as, until further notice, corner one and corner two, in my opinion. In my humble opinion, that's one and two, until further notice. Now, where it gets interesting is some of the guys that are coming in. So there's two big names that go on the outside and one massive name that goes on the inside. We'll start with the outside guys. You got Javen Robinson coming in from Washington State and LaTerrence Welsh coming in from LSU. Welsh, a former highly recruited kid. Javen Robinson, familiar with the Brian Ward scheme. Both of them are going to have every equal opportunity to start. Like, I can can place Ed Woods as a starter until I'm blue in the face. But Javen Robinson and LaTerrence Welsh are going to get the same opportunities that he's going to get. And honestly... I don't necessarily hate that idea, and here's why. Because as much as I love Ed Woods and everything, if he's not starting for you, when I have said that that is a solid player who should be number one no matter what, then that tells me that the guys behind him have shown that they are also capable of, at a minimum, being good enough. That's that's really all you can ask for in a transition year. This is a really interesting secondary, and the corner position just has so many guys that you can have a million and a half conversations about. But on the outside, between those four, you can shuffle up any order you want between Woods, Williams, Robinson, and Welch. Then you've got some freshmen that are coming in. You've got some second-year guys. There's all sorts of stuff that's going on at this position. The one thing that you went into this offseason and you were like, man, we got to find a way to to replace this guy. And that was Jordan Clark, who was a staple of the defense for the last three seasons. Transfers to Notre Dame. He is going to be playing on Sundays in the future. Hopefully when he's on Sunday night football, he will say uh, Jordan Clark, Arizona State and Notre Dame or something like that. I don't know. Just give us a shout out. Uh, remember your origins, Jordan. Love you to pieces. Wish you never left. But they went out and they got Cole Martin and Cole Martin is a former four star and like really good four star uh, coming out of high school in Arizona. So he's a local kid, very talented player played one year at Oregon before he decided to come back home with Kenny. And he's, he's good. He was really good at Oregon last year on a very good Oregon defense. And he's, he's going to be a plug and play. This is probably, not not maybe, I would say probably, if not guaranteed, the best player in the secondary right now. He is the perfect replacement for Jordan Clark. You couldn't have drawn it up any better than to have a guy like Martin who can fit perfectly in the slot and potentially bounce outside if you absolutely need him to. Now, with Jordan Clark, he was he was a player who could play safety as well as as well as nickel. I I'm not going to sit here and pretend to tell you that uh, Cole Martin can absolutely do that. I don't know. I haven't seen it. What I do know is he can play the slot at a very high level and you can bounce him outside if you need to. That's all the versatility I need for you to tell me that he's a good player. Now, some other names that are really interesting. 
Uh, Keontas Bradley and Keith Abney are coming back for their second years. Uh, Abney did not redshirt. Bradley did redshirt. So Abney was able to actually get on the field several times throughout the year. I do remember seeing him. Um, he's he's someone that I think you're going to flirt with, potentially flexing around. Now, Keontas Bradley came out as a corner. I imagine they're probably going to continue working him as a corner, but just throw him in that room of all the competition. And you got a bunch of freshmen coming in. Uh, there's three big names that I'm taking a look at. The first one, if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm big on this kid. is Chris Johnson Jr. coming out of Texas. He's a national champion, really high three-star kid. This is a this is a very quality uh, football player who, at a minimum, will be a part of the future. I don't know if he gets on the field as a freshman, but in two or three years, I I feel so positive that we're going to know who Chris Johnson Jr. is. Very very positive about that. Tony Lewis and Cuba is the highest rated corner that's coming in for Arizona State. Rodney Bamaj is another corner that's coming in, and. Then there's the interesting case of Plas Johnson. Now, Johnson on 24-7 for their, their recruiting cycles and profiles and everything has him as a wide receiver. The Sun Doubles team website has him as a defensive back. I knew he was an athlete, but it's really interesting that you have two pretty reliable uh, sources, one of which is the literal team website that is... Uh, contradicting what position he's going to play. Now, 24-7 is recruiting, all that good stuff. So obviously, they're not going to have final say. But that's the way they saw him coming out, and Arizona State sees it as a completely different thing. Could he be a two-way player? Who knows? All I know is on the team website, he's listed at defensive back. And when spring practice rolls around, we're going to be paying attention to see where he ends up lining up the most, how he looks, and all that good stuff. But a really interesting storyline here is where is Plas Johnson going to line up for this team? There's a lot of guys here to sort through. And there's a lot of safeties too, but we'll get to the safeties in a second. As far as corners go, man, like you feel terrific about Cole Martin being just slotted immediately into the nickel roll. On the outside, I really, really, really like Ed Woods and I don't see any reason to not like Ed Woods because he has played very well when he has gotten onto the field. And it's not in part-time stuff. When he's gotten starts for the Sun Devils, he has played good football. So I feel very confident with Ed Woods and with Cole Martin as of now. What you do after that, very, very interesting to see how it plays out. Who does what? Is it a rotation of guys? Is someone going to solidify? Do these guys get bounced around to different spots? Like Mason Williams is a defensive back. If he doesn't win the starting corner job, is he a safety? I don't know. But the corners are going to be perhaps the most interesting positional battle because we have no idea what's going on. Now with like running back, it's really, really interesting, but we have a pretty good idea. Offensive line, it's really, really interesting, but we we can kind of sort through what should happen. Corner, nobody is safe. Cole Martin is safe, and even then, he's a transfer coming in. He's not guaranteed nothing. But that's the closest you're going to get to guaranteed at corner right now. You could roll out two starting freshmen. You could roll out 
two transfers. You could roll out Woods and Williams or a combination of guys. There's all sorts of stuff that can go on at the corner spot. Really interested to see how everything shakes out. But of course, the secondary on the back end, the very, very back end, the safety spot, not the secondary spot, the safety spot is another position for the team that's going to be interesting, but for a much different reason. And we're going to get into that in just one moment. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 a year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. So you can buy that flight that you've been eyeing. You can go to that game that you've been dying to go to, or you can go out to that fancy restaurant and get the dinner that you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta and using the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications. And check out Locked On Sports Today, streaming on YouTube and on Amazon Fire 24-7. Stay up to date with the biggest news in college and pros across all your leagues. Let's talk about the safeties. Now, I kind of teased it as this is a very, very interesting position for a different reason than corner. Now, when we look at corner, it's so interesting because we don't we don't know what's going to happen. And with safety, we don't either. The difference is corner has a lot of unknowns. Most of the guys out there don't have a lot of playtime experience or starting experience. The safeties. That's the opposite. We start with Shamari Simmons. And Simmons played last year for the Sun Devils. And he was your leading tackler. He had two interceptions. He had a fumble recovery. He did a little bit of everything for you. And he did it at a high enough level that, again, really, really want to emphasize, nobody's guaranteed a job. But in a world where we're 
talking about it, yes, he should have a job locked up. It's not safe. Nobody's job is safe, but he should have a spot locked up right now. He does a little bit of everything. He's going to come into this year as your veteran throughout the entire defense, front seven and the secondary. Shamari Simmons is going to be the one guiding these these guys, guiding this unit. It's going to be on Simmons. And he's a good player, too. It's not like you're just plugging in Joe Schmo because he's been at or he's been in college for six years. Not the case. Next to him, who knows what we're doing? The one who I have very high expectations for is Xavier Alford. And Alford had to sit out last year because of the NCAA's BS ruling on two-time transfers. Alford is back. And this kid has it. He's got that it factor. And he's somebody that can create turnovers. We saw it during his time at USC. Uh, He did not get on the field at Texas. Now he's at Arizona State. He looked like your best secondary player last year during training camp, better than Roe Torrance, better than anybody else. He looked like the one, and it was taken away from him because of the NCAA. Well, he's back. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and this is the guy who, for a team that did not force turnovers last year, it feels like Alfred is the solution. By himself, Alfred feels like instant, like boom, all fixed. You put me back there. I'm going to get three interceptions. I'm going to get four interceptions. I'm Whatever. I'm going to break up a handful of passes. That's what it feels like you're getting when you plug in Alfred. He's got game experience. He just had to sit out last year. But if you're also interested in guys with game experience, and let me, let me introduce you to Miles Rouser, better known as Ghost. Miles Rouser is going to be coming from New Mexico State. And in his time with the... Aggies, that's what they're called. He he was pretty darn successful. Uh, last year, he had one interception, but it went with 70 tackles. He had a forced fumble. He did, he just, he flew around the field. Uh, he did that previously as well at, what is this, Campbell, which is in CAA. I don't even know where that is, not going to lie. Sorry, Campbell alumni, but he balled out at New Mexico State, and you'll notice there was another New Mexico State guy that we talked about yesterday in Keyshawn Elliott, the linebacker. If you want to know what I had to say about him, check it out. Those two could potentially start together, very real possibility, and there's instant, boom, instant chemistry plugged into that defense. But Ghost can start by himself. Ghost is actually one of the guys that I am most intrigued with going into this year. That'll be another thing I'll have to take a look at is guys I'm most intrigued by entering the offseason. But Miles Rouser, I don't know. I just I look at him and it just feels like there's something there. And you've got him for at least two more years. I don't know if he's a full-time starter. I don't know if he's a full-time player this year. But I do think that this is going to be somebody that we're going to be used to seeing come next year or whatever. But also would not surprise me if that was this year. Really interesting one is Kamari Wilson. Wilson was a former really high four-star transfer from Florida. The thing that's interesting is he's not on the team's website right now. 
He's still listed as a transfer on 24-7 sports, which I think is still very, 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 very reliable. But the team website doesn't have him. Although this was a very similar situation to last year where Deshaun Mallory wasn't listed on the team's official website for the longest time, even though he was transferring to the program. So until further notice, I'm going to be under the assumption that Kamari Wilson's playing for this team just because it was the same situation that Deshaun Mallory went through. And if that's the case, then you just added a former super duper high four star slash potential five star player wherever you're looking at your recruiting outlets. That's pretty good. He did not see the field very much of Florida uh, for a variety of reasons, but the biggest would probably be because of the amount of depth that Florida has consistently in the secondary. They're one of those teams that just grows guys on trees. Wilson wasn't able to get on the field is what it is. Couple of freshmen that are coming in are uh, Keon McDonald and Martel Hughes. Don't know if we should have any expectations for them. I don't know if it would be fair to go into the year and say, hey, you need to come in and be a full-time player or even a special teams guy. There was a lot of redshirt freshmen last year. I imagine you're going to see it again this year. Safety, it feels pretty locked in that these two will be redshirting. And speaking of redshirt freshmen, Ladies and gentlemen, one of the darlings of the Locked on Sunnibals podcast, Montana Warren, is back and healthy. And like I said with Alfred about being the best player in the secondary when he was on the field, Montana Warren was was pretty, pretty good. I won't put him in the same atmosphere as Alfred, but you'd be hard-pressed to find five guys that were playing better than Montana Warren was during training camp. I mean, it's another versatile dude, and we're going to talk about him in even more detail here in a minute, but he's going to add a wrinkle to this as well. Right now, I I see like four, maybe even five guys that you're going to rotate in at the safety spot, and you're going to be looking for some guys to be able to be a little more versatile. Uh, you want to see... Players like Shamari Simmons maybe take on different roles. I don't know if he does do that, but thankfully you've got others who can. But how do you get guys behind Simmons involved? Like the younger guys, like Montana Warren, like Kamari Wilson. How do you get them involved? That will be very telling. And with the ridiculous amount of depth that you have at safety, I feel like you could roll out any combination of guys and I'd be like, yep, that's still one of the best positions on the team. You could roll out Simmons and Alfred, which is my way too early prediction. I'd be like, yep, looks great. You could roll out Rouser and Alfred. I'd be like, yep, looks great. You could roll out X and Y, any of those five safeties, the main five guys. And I'd be like, yep, looks good. Like a hundred percent. I, I, I really think that this safety spot is a, just a terrific, terrific locker room right now there's so many high upside guys there's so many proven guys it's not just potential here when you've got rouser simmons alfred who have proven success it's also high upside with kamari wilson with montana warren Xavier alfred also fits that bill as someone who's just got upside through the roof there's there's a lot to like here at the safety spot and we will go into camp 
with the assumption that this is going to be one of the best units on the team in 2024, certainly one of the best entering training camp. But more than anything right now, what the Sun Devils are going to need desperately is versatility in that secondary. You had it last year with guys like Jordan Clark. Who's going to be that this year? We're going to talk about it in just one moment. This is the Lockdown Sun Devils podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players with teams like quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. One more time, thanks as always for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. A shout out to my everydayers who are here every day, wherever you're getting your podcast hit, like, subscribe, and turn on notifications. Let's wrap this up with an interesting conversation, and that is who's got versatility to play all around this defense. And there are a small handful of guys that I have highlighted here as potential versatile players. One of them is kind of a question mark for me, and that that's Simmons. It's Shamari Simmons. The only reason it's a question mark is I just don't know if he's ever played multiple positions. Last year, sure, he flexed all over the place, but he was a safety. The guys I'm going to highlight could be multiple positions. So I'm curious with Simmons, especially because of the depth at safety. I think you're going to see a lot of guys play multiple roles. Simmons would be the top of my list. I'll be paying attention to it. I will have to ask him about it when I get a chance to talk to him. These three, though, definitely feel like you're going to see him play more roles than one. Starts with Cole Martin. Yes. Absolute stud at nickel. One of the one of the absolute best case scenarios you had when you lost Jordan Clark was bringing in Cole Martin. If the situation arises where he needs to be moved outside. I I trust him for now until further notice. You don't, you don't just move from inside to outside and suddenly lose all your coverage instincts. Is it different? Absolutely. It's different. It It's a whole other world to be playing on the boundary compared to playing inside, but in the same breath, you still have the same instincts. I believe in a worst-case scenario, you can bump Cole Martin outside. But in a best case, he gets to stay at nickel. And who knows? Maybe the Sun Devils and Brian Ward and Brian Carrington will experiment with Cole Martin in the Jordan Clark role and have him play close to the line of scrimmage and have him play safety and drop him. Like, they did so many different things with Jordan Clark last year. And over the 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 whole career that Jordan Clark has had at Arizona state. The, the story has been versatility. That's hard to replace. So there's big expectations here that are being placed on Cole Martin, but rather than placing the expectations, I would rather go on record as saying, I believe he can do multiple roles, but in an ideal world, he'll stay in nickel. But if, He's asked to do more. I believe in him too. Next guy, Mason Williams, already highlighted this. Williams is a defensive back. He's a corner. He's a safety. Find a spot for him. Like I said earlier, 
this is just a football player. He's not going to be locked into a position for me. He's just somebody that I, I know I can put him at multiple spots in the secondary. And I know that I can trust him to play up to his level. Is he a boundary corner by nature? Is he a safety by nature? Who knows? What his role is going to be in 2024, however, is going to be similar to what it was last year where they just kind of have him in multiple roles as depth, as leadership, as potential playing time. I see him in that same role. And like I said, I also would not be surprised if he was your number two corner opposite of Ed Woods. He's been here a minute. He he knows what is being asked of him. He knows the expectations. He knows what he is supposed to do. Don't be surprised if he's corner number two. That's all I'm saying. Last guy to highlight, Montana Warren. Warren was playing everywhere during training camp. They played him in the slot. They played him deep. He played and near the line of scrimmage, and he made plays. Number 18 was just flying all over the football field. You could you could not find very many plays where he wasn't right near the football. It felt like every time the ball was thrown, you saw number 18 in the vicinity. And I still don't think I pronounced that right. He is always in the same zip code as the football. It's phenomenal. And now he's 100% healthy. So if that's the case, and you've got a safety room that's really deep, but you've got a player that's as talented as Montana Warren, you find a spot for him. Take what I say about the offensive line. I've said this many a times. Start your best five. Figure out positioning later. Get your five best offensive linemen on the field. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to roll out five tackles. Obviously, there are certain parameters you need to fit. But... You can apply that to the secondary here. Put your five best guys on the field and find a way to use them. Maybe maybe you roll out a secondary that looks like Ed Woods, Mason Williams, Cole Martin, Shamari Simmons, Xavier Alford. But maybe you are subbing out Cole Martin from nickel to outside and you're putting Montana Warren on the inside. However it ends up looking... Just get your five best players on the field. Get your six best players on the field. Whatever package you're running in your secondary, get the best guys out there. Figure out where to put them later. There is more than enough time between the start of spring camp, which will be at the end of March, and kickoff at the end of August. A lot of time for these guys to figure out their specific niches, what they do well, where they can improve, and even more time for Coach Ward and Coach Carrington to say, we can play X player at A, B, and C. We can only have Y player do A. Whatever. There's time to figure this out. But when I look at Cole Martin, Mason Williams, and Montana Warren, I see versatility. I see three guys that you can maneuver around the secondary and know that you're going to get good play. Montana Warren, 100% healthy, is going to be explosive. Cole Martin is going to be dynamic on the interior. Mason Williams, just put him somewhere. Just put him somewhere. If, if nothing else for the depth purposes, Mason Williams is that guy. 
he is absolutely somebody that you just find a role for him. Then you talk about everyone else, the freshmen, the second year guys, the transfers. There's no shortage of competition in the secondary. And it is one of the most fun positions that I'm going to be paying attention to. One of the most fun units that I'm going to be paying attention to during spring ball. What do you guys think of the secondary? Who's your favorite guy? Who's your lineup? Give me your five, your two safeties, your two corners, your nickel. Give me your starting five. Anything else you want to let me know, drop it in the comments. You can hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrads36. You can find the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. But wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will be back again Monday. There will not be a Sunday episode for basketball. However, after... After Thursday night's overtime thriller loss to Washington, I've got some thoughts and we've got some basketball to catch up on. So there will be a double feature on Monday. There will be a basketball episode and there will be a football episode. We will be wrapping up this conversation with the quarterbacks on Monday and we will be talking Sun Devils hoops as well. So make sure that you're you're tuned in. I'll see you guys then. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun.